This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. I'm going to do this uh, cousin wants to have a three-way with her. Oh. You know. Oh, okay. Well, as long as he only splooges in her mouth, she's good, right? Um. I guess her anus too. You're right. You can yeah, just say you can just say whatever you want about these. You know, whatever comes to mind. It's not what you think. It's mm. a little bit different than that. Are we already uh, rolling? I hope. Yeah. We Great. Are. Leave all that uh-huh. in. Leave all that awesome. in. Awesome. Mm. That's Vinny. Vinny is uh, obsessed with cousin sex. You know. I'm not. You're the, the one who makes out with your cousins. I don't actually. I can make. I can promise you. I've never kissed, even. To sh- to put on a show for the younger cousins, I've never kissed any of my cousins ever. You have hugged and kissed a cousin, and I'll tell you another thing. Do you even have any cousins? That's I was gonna say. I'm not close to any cousins. Like I have them, yeah. but we never like huh, we, our families have been far flung. Yeah, you're the, the California cousins. Yep. Yeah, exactly. we had California cousins too. Uh, and now this time around, my kids are the California cousins, but we're all, but I grew up as though my cousins were siblings. Like the cousins on my dad's side of the family, Tucker, Brad, Seth, Stephanie, Sarah, John, and Tina, that we were the seven and we were thick as thieves. The seven. We were the seven. We used to play the ding dong ditch, get in the trouble. Run oh, home to the house. Okay. <laughs> Hide in the basement. We had basements. We used to play the ding dong in the ditch. Everybody did that. That's yeah. normal. Ding dong ditch is great. Everybody's got a ding dong ditch story. Like I know Vinny has one. We have one. Like Brittany, do you have a ding dong ditch story? You guys get uh, well, yeah, but it, it always ended the same. Which I ran. I got away with it, so I never got caught. It was great. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> I was hiding in a bush. So I'm like, ah, they came out, suckers. So I hadn't gotten caught. So oh, you didn't all... run. Oh no, I ran, but I'd run like somewhere where I could see them come out, super pissed. Because oh, that's the fun I of it, see. right? No, that's well, the fun yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I, I actually, it, it's very, it's not, it's not a fun game. And then the one time a guy came blasting out his fucking door full speed after us, and me and Jason Cisco were like on our bikes, ready to ru- ride away, and then went, oh my god, and we were. Ah! Like, I had real fear in me, and I don't know what was the guy going to do, beat me up? He wouldn't have liked what my dad would have done to him had he done that, even though I asked for it. But nonetheless... He did solve his problem, though. Yeah, we rode away like we... I've never ridden a bike that fast, put it that Mm. way. We're never going to ding-dong ditch that guy again. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in New England, 
all the houses, well, not all the houses, but near this house sort of down the street from where my grandma was in Norwell, pretty rich town. Uh, they had a house set way back from the street. Like lots are just bigger there. Big house, lights on the front of the house. And then way out the front, there's a big front lawn. And then there's a stone wall. Like everybody's got stone walls there. There's like huge, just big boulders everywhere. So you clear out where you're going to put your lawn or whatever. And you gather all the stones and you make a rock wall. And that's just, mm. everybody's got these rock walls. So, and they're I just- I love that. They, and they're really beautiful. And a lot of people, there's like people who are really good at putting them together. They're mortarless. They're just stacked stone and they're in a perfect, beautiful, it's a very New England thing. Oh. So this house, beautiful. We were torturing these people. I don't know who they were, but all the cousins were in on it, the seven of us. And my brother and my cousin Seth, it was their turn to go up and ring the doorbell and run for it. So we're, you know, I'm hiding off on the one side and Tucker and Brad are hiding off on the other side. And John and Seth go up and they ring the doorbell and they come back out and they run down the, the walk out across the front lawn and then they jump down and lay down behind the, and it's dark out so nobody can see them and the lights are all, you know, at the house. So they're shining on the front of the rock wall, but on the back of it in the shadow, they're there. And this guy comes out and he is pissed and he's freaking out. And he comes walking across and he's standing on the rock wall, like looking up at it. And we're all like, oh, my God. We're all sort of stationary. Hidden. And my brother and Seth are right below him in the shadow. Oh. And they're losing their minds. And all I remember is he finally he's done yelling and screaming at us. And he goes inside to call my grandma because I know it's you Clark kids. Rah, rah, rah. And he goes back into the house and calls my calls my Mimi. And my brother gets up. As soon as the door closes, my brother gets up and just is off like a shot, like running back to Mimi and Gaw's house, you know. Oh, runs home. Well, to Grandma's house. Okay. But yeah, runs the F away and is like never the same afterward. Like Mm. he's terrified. Like I don't, I don't can't remember if like the guy had like a bat or something, or he just was yelling threats and was standing right above my brother, who I'm sure was holding his breath the whole time. Like I thought he pooped himself. Like it was that kind of run. Like I have to get out of here. Like yeah. the second that it, and Seth is like, oh my god, that was crazy. And we're all walking back to the house. But together. it broke your brother. That's it funny. Broke him. Yeah, he was like never wanted. You know, to, I had to a, do that again. I had a friend when I was in. I want to say it was kindergarten. I had there were some some friends and this was this went on for the first I want to say three or four years of school. I had a bunch of buddies. We were all good friends. But when there were times when you had to sit in a group like for these dudes would fight to sit next to me because they knew I was going to cut up and it would be fun. And they like and Glenn was one of these guys. He was my good friend. We were buddies for all these years. And. I want to say we were like 12 at this point. Still great friends. Really good friends. But now in like middle school. Yeah. And he gets his goddamn foot stuck in the spokes of a bike while he's riding on the handlebars of my bike. Like I'm riding him. Oh no. And he and he and I don't know how it happened. I don't know he wasn't paying attention, but his foot got stuck in the spokes and we both went over the bars mm. and he body he slams his face into the sh- sidewalk oh oh and God. i land on top of him 
and he gets up and his lip is stuck on his braces and he's he's like he's got that look on his face like he's scared and he's hurt and he just runs home like <laughs> leaves yeah and me and that guy were never friends again like i i don't oh. know if he like was embarrassed or if he thinks i did it to him like i'm telling you i went that guy doesn't talk to me anymore what the f- but i do think you have weird sort of reactions to certain things in life and I've never, I don't need a response. I don't need an answer. I haven't pursued it. But it's one of those moments where something changed in that guy in that moment. Traumatic, yeah. Yeah. It was massive trauma, you know? And it was I, like you know, psychic trauma. Something happened to your bro there that, that moment. He didn't get hurt. Nothing. But there was just something happened. about the way he was running. I'm like, oh, there's something, there's something really wrong. Yeah. In that. There was a man who had murder in, on his mind standing directly above him. And yeah, he couldn't move I don't know. And a muscle. I'm never doing that ding again. Dead. I don't know. I don't a know ding-dong ditch story like that. But it was uh, we were sitting on like Sunset Boulevard flipping people off because <laughs> we're a bunch of fucking middle school kids. And this guy, we flipped him off and he pulls over <gasps> and he's like a high school kid. Now I must have been like in sixth grade. And he pulls over. He gets out. There's like eight of us and we're all 11. <laughs> And he goes, what? And we're like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. He like cussed us out. And we're just like, oh, I go, all getting ready to run. But even if we ran, we couldn't get away from him. He was like a fucking baseball. He was in his baseball outfit. But also he was one dude, Bryn. <laughs> yeah, but no, he was that's, big. No, he there's no, I, I would tell you right now, like there's an age and that's about the age where you think you're something, I'm cool. but you have zero muscle. Compared yeah. to a person who's starting to mature, and mm-hmm. there, I, he could have beat all of them up. I bet yeah, you. I think so. Every He's one of them. Dude. Like it wouldn't yeah. have mattered Every if they'd come at him. Hilarious. None of their punches would have hurt him enough to for and and one of his would have knocked mm-hmm. each one us. of those kids out. The was very low. I mean, standing on the side of the street, <laughs> we were like cars waiting off. for the bus. I'm pretty sure we were waiting for the bus. <laughs> we're just like, hey, fuck you, <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> Like, we're just telling the world, fuck you. And I'm a sure, bunch of badasses. I'm sure, you know, 20 grown men drove by and went, oh, you little fucks, and didn't mm-hmm. think anything of it. But of course, right. a high school guy or, or someone yeah. with. Maybe he had know, a bad day. Yeah. He could have been in college. I don't know. I hate 11 year olds. He was a big dude. And we're like, oh. Bryn wasn't Where's the uh, term of Brinster yet. So. No, he was uh, not. not yet, no. It doesn't sound like he was a, a kooks or one master at or that the point. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Term of uh, You know what? I'm going to edit that out. Hold on. No, uh, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. I think I can edit it real quick. <laughs> come and get the termites out of your house every time. <laughs> Nowadays, you don't have to put up with termites. We got termite rinser. Anyway, what were you going to read us? I'll just read it for you real quick. All right. Man, I'm edged out today. I I apologize. I hope I haven't been too snappy and I just feel kind of out of it. I will beat this thing. You can do it. I feel like I can. Hello, radio friends. Please don't say my name. My cousin has always had a very curious sexual preference. We grew up as sisters, so I know a lot of very personal things about her. 
She told me that when we were little kids, she thought her classmate in third grade was attractive, although she was a girl. My cousin would probably say she's attracted to anything that's a beautiful personality and body. She had a lesbian encounter in, uh, before, encounter before, and a threesome with a high school boyfriend and her close best friend that never amounted to anything. A little background information. My cousin was married to her husband for 13 years, and they dated for five years just as they started college. After graduation, she asked him if they could have a threesome. Instead of looking for somebody online, a random person she a random person, she found this threesome within our friend group. Mm. Red Vegas lights and flags all the way. Red, it's just got to be red flags all the way. Uh, the three of them had this ongoing love affair for seven years of their marriage until, I guess, the cousin got pregnant with their second child. As their second child was born, my cousin, the wife, said the affair was supposed to be done and all of their life as a threesome was supposed to end. About a year after my youngest nephew was born, my cousin noticed her husband wasn't coming home on time and she went straight to her app to track him and found he was at their ex-best friend's house, the same lady they had the love affair with. Oh, no. She was infuriated. How did he forget to undo the... The tracking the thing. Seven years. Come oh, on, oh, dude. That part, right? Yeah, I know that's that is true. She was infuriated, confronted her husband, and told her he wasn't in love with her anymore, and instead was in love. Oh, he told her he's not in love with her anymore. He's in love with the ex threesome lady. In short, he got with her, and they have two daughters now. <gasps> Fast forward three years later, my cousin separated and has a boyfriend. She wants to have a threesome with a random woman with her new boyfriend of eight months and a long distance friend of hers. This is honestly so mentally draining for me because I see her falling into the exact same pattern as before with her husband. I, I don't know what to do or say besides tell her the freaking truth. She's a very hard person to talk to and she always thinks she's right. Hmm. I feel as if I need to somehow <laughs> trick her into believing me that she's falling down the exact same rabbit hole. She went down three years ago with her ex-husband. Oh, the one that she went down three years ago with her ex-husband. I love her to death as a sister. I don't want her to get hurt again with this new relationship. I actually wonder if she's like, I want to do this again because I'm sure that I can make me the one that is the one that's that's loved. That we could just dump. She thought, we'll get rid of this person. And I'm not into it anymore. And of course, he'll be with me. I'm his wife. He loves me. We have kids together. And he's all like, I can't quit you, babe. I mean, I can quit you, babe. But this other babe, the one that for seven years was also my babe. Thanks. I hope you all get laid. Poor Bryn, too. Oh, poor Bryn. Have you been laid yet, Bryn? Oh, no. I mean, it's. I think it's about that time, though, but I'm not really trying to force it or push it, you know. I don't know. You're, I, good, you're a good husband. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Anne V. Hale, this person says. She needs it. She really does. I really would love her to just get poked hard, you know. Be nice. I wish I lived closer to her. I'd totally beat her. I would totally be her wing woman at a bar or something. No. Oh. I love her personality and energy. Thanks for any proper advice you can give. Uh, well, I think that here's the thing. You can't fix people. You've done what you can and told her you're going down the same trip. But she's, this clearly, just, it, history's bound to repeat itself. Like, everybody knows that person. I am that person sometimes, you know, you just you just have it in your head. This is right. I This is what I want to do. No one can fucking tell me different. I got to learn it on my own. People are like that. You've done what you can, right? You pointed it out. 
If she can't already see it, that's on her. But it is sad. Maybe you should be the threesome person and then you could be. Then you'd be right there to say, I told you so. When her new husband wants you instead. <laughs> Anybody else? No, nothing. Well, I was going to say what you said, which is you can't tell people nothing. Mm-mm. You just can't. So you and it's not on you to save her. It's nice of you to want to want to. It's nice right. of you to care enough. But I do think on the flip side, there's an advertisement for the three way. Like while you're saying to yourself, oh, no, it's not Vinch. She lost her husband. Yeah, she lost her fucking husband and still wants to have three ways. It must be fucking fun. So fun. Oh, my God. Or she's just like super bored by sex really fast and needs there to be like all this drama. Yeah, well, what? either way, I mean, yeah, something's, something's going on there in her that that didn't cure her of that problem. Right. So leave her alone. Like, that's a lesson that anybody can clearly see. Yeah. Even people really bad at math can <laughs> see, like, that three-way ended up with you being single. Yeah. Yep. Solo, one. Like, do the math. And at the end of it all, you're still thinking three-way. All right. I think she's got at least two more of these incidents in her. And then she'll just die alone. So, Or she could join oh like God. that. <laughs> she could join one of those sex parties yeah, type relationships. Yeah, she should be a sex party lady, yeah. right? You always have like that Mags chick. Oh, she should get with Mags. She should reach out to Mags on Instagram and tell her, that look, I'm looking for... I'm looking to move into your commune with you. Mm-hmm. A lot of work living up there, though. Okay. okay. Any, anybody else? I'm always know? impressed by people who, like, I can think of things, and then I and I don't act on them. And yeah. and I'm really someone who will take action when I want to do something or something needs to be done. But if I think of a three way or think of a, you know, it'd be good a hooker. I'd love to do a hooker right now. Oh. But I don't take act. I'm always shocked when people like, yeah, I put on shoes and went and got a hooker. Yeah, I was what? thinking about it, so I did it. Oh, I got a hundred bucks in my pocket. I want to go do that thing. I'll try and do it again next week. Yeah, good for them. They're living life dangerously. You know what? Root on your cousin and cross her your fingers for her and yeah. hope for the best. Good luck for her kid, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have a great weekend, you guys. Send your emails along to Bryn, B R Y N, at RadioAlice.com. Vincent, those magic words. The end. Bye. <laughs> Bye.